Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call. Get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Right in the heart of the trade deadline, we're doing a betting isn't boring because you know what? Why you're trying to figure out how good your team is going to be? might as well make yourself some money, or at least have the prospects of making yourself some money. And Papelbon will be back, our betting isn't boring guru, the guy who is on an absolute heater throughout the entire year. Uh, he'll be back in, let's see, next week, I believe. So in the meantime, I had this interview with Tristan Cassis. So let me play you the interview first. This is me asking Tristan Cassis, about winning, potentially winning Rookie of the Year. This is back in spring training, but uh, it certainly holds up now. Um, yes, enjoy. So, are you a goal guy? No, you're not. So when I talk about Rookie of the Year stuff, it doesn't hit home for you? No, that's not even on, really on my mind. Not on your radar? No. Okay. All right, so you have you never been a goal guy? No never been a goal guy ever no why i feel like uh, expectations are limitations and setting a goal um has a has a ceiling it's there's a there's a roof to it um i don't feel like my potential has any limit so when i say so going off that if i say rookie of the year well why settle for rookie of the year when you can be mvp that sort of thing right yeah, well, yeah. I want to be a Hall of Famer, and being a Hall of Famer doesn't necessarily mean winning MVPs or Rookie of the Year. Right. So it's the overall package of it. It's the overall. Okay, so it's the long haul. It's the long haul. Yeah. yeah. All right. Is, did someone give you that advice, or have you just have been always that way? Uh, I, I, I can't pinpoint it to one person. I think I think it's a little bit of everybody because I, I I am a little product of of everybody that I come into contact with. But um, it's just common goal of uh, a common common uh i wouldn't say it's a goal because i just said i don't goal, uh, goal set yeah but uh it's just a, a common mindset of, of waking up and, and and trying to just be the best that i can that day 
um, not try to get too ahead of myself and think uh, at the end of the road, but how can I maximize my potential for this little moment that I have? And um, I feel like I maximize the most out of my days, which is all I can ask of myself. When you wake up in the morning, is that what you think? Like, basically, you know, which is, a, you know, wouldn't be a bad, is when you wake up in the morning and say, okay, today, how can I be the absolute best I can be? That's, that's all I try that's to accomplish. It. That's, I, I put my two feet on the floor and uh, I know what I need to do every day. I have a good routine. I know myself really well, and I just tell myself, let's go do it again. And then you do a 1,000 push-ups and sprint, a 40-yard uh, dash. No, because I, that, that'd be living, living for just today. I know there's going to be a tomorrow, so I have to plan for tomorrow okay. as well. All right. That, so that, that'd be too killer on my body. So <laughs> All right. So I, I, I want to do that if today was my last day on Earth, but I know I'm going to have tomorrow. So last day on Earth, you do a 1,000 push-ups? <laughs> I might, yeah. Okay. I might, just to, just to make sure I, I went out strong. All right. So what what is the thing you do first thing in the morning? Like you just do you just reset your and this isn't a cliche. This is a real reality. Do you reset yourself and say, okay, new day, here we go? No, the first thing that I do is wake up and I think I gotta go put the mushrooms and the peppers on the grill and then I go take a shower. But okay. while those are sautéing, I'll get ready and then I'll come back and I'll make the eggs on them. So first thing I do before I go to the bathroom is put mushrooms and peppers on the on, right. on the on the grill. All right, I take half a five-hour energy, so there you go. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so I I went into this, Tristan, honestly asking this thing, are you want to be rookie of the year? But I think we got so much more, so it's good. Like I, I like it because it's a good perspective. I think people can learn from it. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> being a rookie of the year would be nice um, for sure. It, it would be a great accomplishment especially with this class that we have coming in. But uh, that just, you know, that'd be the icing on the cake. I just want to go out there and play well. All right. All right. If we aren't making up, put the mushrooms and peppers on the grill, like, what are we doing? If we aren't putting that on a T-shirt, what are we doing? Put the mushrooms and peppers on the grill. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Here we go. We're putting the mushrooms and peppers on the grill when it comes to making you some money. So uh, staying in, in the world of uh, end-of-the-year awards, the American League Rookie of the Year, the aforementioned American League Rookie of the Year, is the best one. It's probably the best race right now. Uh, I'm going to go through the others real quick. FanDuel. So they basically, I'm, unless I'm reading this incorrectly, basically take an American League MVP off the board. I mean, why not? We know it's, it's just gotten so out of control in terms of Otani. It's not even close. But we'll, we'll loop back on that. So a National League MVP, not even close right now. You have Acuna Jr., minus 650. Next up, Freddie Freeman, 700. And also, FanDuel gives you, well, Acuna wins the MVP. Any other player wins the MVP. Acuna wins the MVP, still minus 650. Any other player at all, plus 410. So you get the idea. He's going to win the MVP. American League Cy Young, Garrett Cole. He's a favorite right now. Plus 100. Second, Kevin Gosman, plus 480. Shane McClanahan, plus 600. Avaldi, plus 600. Valdez, plus 900. Yeah, I mean, I think that Cole is slowly pulling away from there. National League Cy Young isn't terrible. Zach Gallon plus 240, and then Spencer Strider plus 310. So those two. And then Blake Snell coming on strong at plus 420. That, I would say, is the second best race of all these categories right now. And then you have National League Rookie of the Year. Corbin Carroll's 
seemingly running away with it. Minus 2,000, one of the biggest favorites in all, any of these categories. Matt McClain of the Reds, he's second at plus 2,000. His teammate, Ellie Dela Cruz, as much as we want to say he should be rookie of the year, plus 3,000. So Corbin Carroll probably going to get, get that. But let's go back to American League Rookie of the Year. American League Rookie of the Year is probably the best category when it comes to this stuff, uh, the closest category. And as we said, Tristan Cassis, the reason we bring up Tristan Cassis is because this is a guy who's coming on strong. You look at his numbers, forget about takeaway April. I mean, his numbers overall are, are in line with most of these guys that we're going to mention. And there's, there's literally four guys in front of him right now. But I think the bet here, the bet here, this not only because we have the interview with Tristan Cassis, put the mushrooms and peppers on the grill, plus 3,000, take Tristan Cassis to win the American League Rookie of the Year. It's a great bet. It's a great bet. So right now, favorite is his teammate, Masa Yoshida, at plus 160. Gunnar Henderson of the Orioles, plus 220. Josh Young plus two forty. So you have all those te- all those that group lumped together. That's why this is the best race. Tanner Bibby of the of the Guardians plus twenty five hundred. Hunter Brown tied with Cassis at plus three thousand. After Cassis, Taj Bradley plus five thousand. So anyway, you get the idea. The top three: Yoshida, Henderson, Young, all almost even. But I'm telling you, put the money on Cassis. Put the peppers and onions or mushrooms and peppers on the grill. Whatever you want to put on the grill, put it on the grill. That's what Tristan Cassis is doing. Whatever he's doing, it's absolutely working. It's crazy what he's doing right now in terms of coming on strong. And you look at the the overall numbers. So you look at the overall numbers. Yoshida is an, a, the leader in the clubhouse. His numbers right now, 12 home runs, hitting 313, 869 OPS. Then you have uh, Josh Young. He's really powered by the 20 home runs he has, obviously. He's hitting 275 with an 811 OPS. Gunnar Henderson, also, a lot of home runs, 16 home runs, only hitting 238, though, and at 793 OPS. Meanwhile, you have Tristan Cassis sitting there, the guy who's plus 3,000. And yeah, his batting average is 253, but understand this. In the last couple of months, it's been well over 300. It's been over 300. No, it's been over 300. He has 16 home runs. He has an 841 OPS. And he leads almost every human being in every category, certainly in slugging percentage since the All-Star break. But really, since the beginning of this month, he's coming on strong. This is a great bet, an absolute great bet. So there you go. We're making you money. And we're giving you great interviews. All right, betting isn't boring. Don't forget it. Thank you, FanDuel, for not only giving us all this information, all this insight, but powering us through this entire year being part of our family. Thank you, FanDuel. Thank you, everybody, for listening. At BB isn't boring. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I... uh... I look over at my dad and I I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.